Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Versus Rewatch podcast. We are on episode nine of Gilmore Girls. I'm Brianna. I'm Kristen. <laughs> you all right there? Every time. Like, I, it's just never the same. I don't know why I can't okay. stay at the same. It's I'm, virtually the same. Yeah. You get the same point across every time. Yeah. Try to switch it up a little bit, you know? Nine episodes in, huh? Has it only been nine? <laughs> eh. I will say, like, I didn't really love the first half of this episode. Me either. But it got good. Yes. I was going to compare it to, like, a crappy dinner with amazing dessert. Yeah. So that's what you're going to remember is the amazing dessert. And one day you'll be like, oh, I'd like to go back to that place. That was good, right? Wow. So this episode <clears throat> is entitled Rory's Dance, which it is. You know, we've got the big Chilton formal. And we find that out at yet another dinner scene that the episode starts off with. Here's my question. And I don't really mean this in a bad way, but like how many episodes do I need to prepare myself that start with a dinner at the grandparents' house? I would say a lot. Okay. Cool. It's just like every time they open up and they're at dinner, I'm just... (sighs) Yeah. Again, the sarcasm, it gets to be a lot. Back and forth with the mother, like we've touched on multiple times. It's just a little exhausting and it leads me to like pick up my phone and start scrolling. Yeah, there were several scenes like this in the first half of the episode, and I was like, Ugh, I just don't – I was like, this again, huh? Cool. I mean, even Mark commented on it. He's like, oh, sarcasm in this show just sometimes gets to be a bit much, which is crazy for him to say that because he's married to me, who I feel like I'm very sarcastic all the time. But, yeah, this is just a different level. Right, because it feels like in the first half of the ep- episode, it feels like all those times in the first eight episodes where we just don't get to know the characters. All we're doing is witty one-liners. Witty one-liner. Hey, witty one-liner. Witty one-liner. I wonder how many times I could say that in a row. Witty one-liner, witty one-liner, witty one-liner, witty one-liner. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Um, then you get to the second half and you really dig into the characters and you get somewhere. So it gives me hope. My opinion on pretty much everybody in the beginning of this episode was just annoyed, especially with Dean. I was like, ugh. I know. But then he really, I don't want to say he redeemed himself, but he flipped a lot of my thoughts around from the beginning of the episode. For sure. For sure. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. A spotted owl. Have you ever seen a spotted owl? I have only seen one owl in my entire life, and it was when I was camping when I was like 19 or 20. Owls are amazing to see. It was a cute little small one, and then it was sitting up on a tree, and then below it was, like, a dead mouse that it – I'm sure we, like, interrupted it. Do you remember when we first started doing the Felicity podcast and the owl video that we posted? I sure do. I can't wait to go back and look on that fondly. I don't think that's actually a spotted owl. I don't know if I've ever seen a spotted owl. But save the spotted owls. It's in the newsletter. So we find out here it's Rory's first dance. Grandma read the newsletter. Otherwise, Lorelai would have never known and Rory probably wouldn't have ever gone. Thanks, Emily. Exactly. Um, that's about all we get from this dinner. And except I did really like that she was picking out the avocados and then the tomatoes because it was in cahoots with the avocado or whatever she said. It uh, it hit home for me because I'm such a picky eater. Do you the, like avocado? Um, well, you like guac and stuff. Yeah, I haven't quite like cross the bridge where I eat avocado on stuff because I'm terrified of it. Like I was going to make it on like a grilled cheese or something, but I just know the texture is just so different, mushy kind of, and I'm honestly just kind of intimidated by it. Got it. But I will cut one open and save the pit like Felicity. Um, The car ride between Rory and Lorelai was like kind of very acute mother-daughter moment, you know, making sure she's not saying no to this dance because she's afraid 
and self-conscious and, you know, all the typical feelings of a 16-year-old going to, for, for, going to her first dance. Although, how old were you when you went to your first dance? Thanks for asking. I went in eighth grade. Right. We had the eighth grade formals. But, I mean, major dance. Like, I didn't go to wall. I mean, you had snow days in high school. Yeah, but I don't think I ever went to snow days until my senior year. Really? Yeah, no. Oh. I went to prom when I was a junior and senior, though. That's surprising about snow days because, like, you were popular and stuff. Yeah, I just don't think I ever wanted to go. Got it. Until I Fear fell, of dancing. Until I fell in love. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my favorite thing about this episode, it's not my favorite thing, but, like, of course Lorelai is going to make her dress. Does everybody know how to make a fucking dress? I'll just make you one. Huh? Well, how many days do we have to make this dress? I mean... Well, she finds out on the Friday dinner. The dance is the following Saturday. So it's a week. And oh, it okay. seems like she just whips this thing up. Like... Yeah. I don't know how to sew. Do you? I mean, I know how to sew, like, very bare bones minimum. If you needed to sew a button, could you? Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm not, like, ridiculous. Oh, I couldn't. What? I don't know. I mean, I guess you thread it and you put it through. But I don't know. Phil will sometimes ask me to sew a button that fell off. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking No. Oh, I mean, a button fell off of Mark something the other day, and he's like, I don't know what he said, but I'm like, I mean, I can sew that back on for you. And he's like, really? Like, it was like like I was some sort of god. I always tell Phil to put it in a stack and bring it home to Roxy. She'll do it for him. Oh, and yeah. she has. Bigger sewing projects I will bring to Mother. Mother. But, yeah, small things I can do myself. As a matter of fact, I was going to ask you if you had a little sewing kit. Do you? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I cut the elastic out of these pants today because it kept bunching, and I accidentally cut the drawstring along with it, so I need to make a quick little stitch. Anywho. Wow. Sorry, everybody. There is two people that I know that can sew well. Mom can sew, and Rebecca, like, makes actual, like, really good clothing and, like, makes a bunch of shit for her kids and, like, herself. You know that about people because they constantly talk about it. And they're doing it a lot, and you just know them as sewers, whereas, like, we've never seen Lorelai sew anything. So it was just kind of a a weird jump, especially since she had mentioned – what's the prom movie? 16 Candles. No, it's not 16 Candles. Did she mention 16 Candles? Yeah, but she pretty, meant, pretty no, she mentioned 16 Candles and the dance scene, but she Pretty in Pink is where yeah, she makes exactly. the dress. I feel like she probably should have been talking about Pretty in Pink because that's kind of exactly what – whatever. So anyways, she makes – she's going to make the dress. Swap to Lane and Rory walking down the street. And this is cute. Lane wants – they're going to go ask Dean if he can go to the dance. And Lane's like, make sure you enunciate so I can read lips. It's just a very cute scene. I love Lane. I do too. Her inputs are always just so good. I just like that she's like, I need you to do it now because I have to go home and my mom threw away the TV after she caught her watching VIP, which I just, just tried to Google and I couldn't figure out what it was. Okay, cool. I was going to ask you if you knew what that was because no. I did not know what it was. And then we get to Rory asking Dean to the dance. And this is where Dean really started to fucking annoy me. I'm not a joiner. What do you wear to a dance? What the fuck do you mean, what do you wear to a dance? Like, he was giving the typical guy answers for this age group where he just didn't seem like he wanted to go. And it almost sounded like he was just going to be like, yeah, no, no, I'm not a joiner. So I'm just going to stay home and chill. You know, something like that. Yeah. (sighs) Thankfully, he says yes. And you can tell Rory is starting to get really excited. And yeah, I don't know what Dean's problem was. I have that written down too. Dean, not a joiner. Cool. Shocker. Right. Cool guy. And then, you know, we get Lorelai making the dress. She falls. She like pulls her back or something. So that My happens. My back is out. 
thankfully she has Suki. You know, Suki's coming through with the pocket drugs, which oh gosh, Mark so- made the comment again, didn't age well because you don't just don't meet a lot of people walking around with Vicodin, muscle relaxers, whatever. Percocet. Percocet. Yeah. Those are the good friends, though, you need to have in situations where you throw your back out making a dress. Right. So this was all a really interesting scene when we go to the school and there's tickets being sold for the dance. Tristan buys two and Paris is the one selling the tickets and she's trying to like, oh, who are you going to ask? You know, hint, hint, please ask me. So this is the first episode that I've seen where actually Tristan likes Rory. Yes. I always just kind of thought he was fucking with her. But he really likes her. And so, I mean, that you see that more as the episode goes on. But so he's asking her, because she's, this is so stupid, the only girl in line buying the tickets. It's all the guys. But he's like, Colin, Dean, cheap. And, you know, why is Rory buying the tickets? But, yeah, that was all really interesting. Yeah. And then what I didn't really appreciate is as soon as Rory gets up to the line or, you know, the front of the line, Paris just, like, snaps at her for being a jerk to Tristan even though Paris likes Tristan and doesn't want Rory to like Tristan, there's just a lot of high school drama going on. And yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe we were at the point now where Rory and Tristan were kind of, or uh, Rory and Paris, excuse me, were not like friends, but kind of on this level where they're just like going to coexist and just be cool with each other. Not friends, right. but just like whatever. Paris is just really spastic. Paris has a lot of fucking feelings, man. She sure does. And also, so Tristan buys two tickets, even though he doesn't have a date yet, because he doesn't want to come off as somebody who would only have a ticket. And therefore, Paris buys two tickets, even... Uh, yeah. I think it's completely normal for Tristan to buy two tickets. I mean, well, yeah, look, but I mean, look at him. He clearly <laughs> didn't have a date yet. Well, yeah. So he was just kind of, like, putting on the front, because he was really hoping that Rory was going to be his plus one. And, like, uh-uh. Right. I mean, a guy like Tristan, he can wait as long as he wants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, we've all known that guy in high school, right? It's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, calm down. I mean, I, it's, it's going to be fine. She's married, everybody. Um, So we see Rory getting ready, and she looks really nice. And, oh, well, so Emily calls Lorelai to give her some crap about Rory not going to the dance. And she's like, Mom, she's going. Don't worry. So she invites Emily over. Don't worry. Richard's in Dubai. So he didn't come. Richard. Richard. And... Yeah, so Emily comes over as well. Rory looks really nice. The dress is very simple, so maybe it didn't take that much to make, you know. Rebecca, can you confirm how long this dress would have taken to make? It's very pretty. I I mean, you know, the skirt's got some tulle in it. And, yeah, I know it looks really pretty. Did Rory do her own hair? I've just Seems like there are jacks of trades over there. Yeah, they get it done. Yeah. And then this is where I was really like, are you fucking serious, Dean? He's sitting out in the driveway honking. <laughs> Emily was absolutely correct. This boy should come to the door. I, that's exactly what I wrote down. Emily has a point. Honking? Maybe you thought about this or not, but I don't know. But my senior year prom, my date, like, parked on the street and, like, wasn't going to come out and, like, take a photo when, like, you and, like, everybody else were there. So it's just not the move. Like, Dean, get the fuck out of the car. Come to the door. Where's the corsage? You know, I liked your dress that year. Thank you. Was that like the pink, black, white one? Cool. Thanks. I liked it too. (laughs) (laughs) That's so pretty. I liked your dress too, the yellow one. Thank you. I know. A a girl at my same prom had the same dress. Oh my God. The girl at my senior prom had the same dress as me too. We took a photo together. Oh yeah. I did two with this girl. I think I don't still have it, but I'm not just saying this, but like I pulled it off way better. Like I accessorized a lot better. Anyways. Are you single white female in me right now? 
No, I also wore a dress that the same girl had. No, it seriously happened. Just kidding. Yeah, so Dean finally gets the hint and comes to the door. And the first thing he says is, oh, my God, you look beautiful. It's it's not that. It's, I thought, I thought I was supposed to hunk. <laughs> hey, dummy. God. And then he comes in and for one second meets Emily and then leaves. I'm not giving Dean any credit here, but, like, I would assume the last thing you want to do when you're a 16-year-old boy is, like, go inside and, like, meet the fucking grandparents of this girl that you're dating. Right. Especially if it's a grandparent like Emily. But thankfully, Lorelai goes in and saves the day, and it's just the cool mom. And midnight, you know, it's cool. Kind of rewinding a little bit, um, before we go to the dance, Lane and Rory were having the conversation about if her and Dean are boyfriend-girlfriend. This is a conversation that we've all had to have. It's we've wondered, are we, aren't we? So that's lingering over their heads in this dance. And then also Lorelai really has pulled her back. And so Emily catches wind of this by Suki saying, if you need me, call me or whatever about your back. So Emily is going to stay, which Mm -hmm. I love. (laughs) Of course she's going to stay. The car ride on the way to the dance was another – it started off as another bad. Basically, Rory is just asking for some fucking reassurance here. Like, tell me you want to go to the dance with me and have so much fun and, like, dance to all the songs and it's going to be great. You got Dean who's just like, yeah, I mean, we could go for a little bit or not at all. Or we could dance or we could not dance. You know, Mm -hmm. Dean, fuck. Sometimes I really like to make decisions, but sometimes I love when decisions are made for me. It's like – this is a moment where Dean needs to make the decision. Be the man. Let's go. Let's have a good time. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And so after the way that she asked him to go to the dance, after the car ride, I had no idea what to expect from this dance. I honestly thought that when those two bitchy girls were like hitting or that one girl was like hitting on Dean, that he was going to go like dance with her or something because it just seems like something he would do. But this is where he starts to really turn it around. He makes the stance being Rory and, like, puts his arms around her. And this is where Dean starts to turn it around for me this episode. For me, it was in the car. He finally told her. He's like, well, I think you look amazing tonight. And then, yeah. So that's a great scene at the dance when he meets those two girls. And, like, I think the one girl really did like Rory's dress. And she seemed like she was going to be maybe an ally. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is the other bitch's problem? I don't know. How tall are you? How short are you, bitch? Sorry. She's probably my height. I'm not making fun of short people. And then we just see Rory and Dean start to have like a good time. They, he meets Paris. So it's clear like Rory has talked about all these people to him, which is, is reassuring to me that they can actually have a conversation. For sure. And they meet Paris and her date and whatever. And then they go with like cut a rug out on the dance floor and it's super cute. And this is where we see Tristan watching and he is jealous. And how nice does this dance look? I mean, we're led to believe it's probably something like a snow day. It's like mid-year kind of thing. Yeah, because it's December, I assume. Yeah. Our snow days was at the gym or the, like, cafeteria in our high school. So you felt even more done, like, walking around in a fancy dress, you know, with, like, old lunch crumbs on the floor. Why didn't you ever go to snow days? Because it was in the lunchroom. I mean, even, like, our proms were at this stupid fucking courtyards with Andover. It didn't look anything like this. So, I guess, perks of a private school. Mine was at International Market Square. Way better. I know. <laughs> Just saying. And, like, Mitch got to have this grand march at, like, the fucking Mall of America or something. I that think. It's like a traffic nightmare, if you ask me. So, then we get to, like, probably what I assume to be the, like, pivotal, like, climactic point of the episode. Go. Question. Yes. Did you happen to catch the Maisie Star song? 
that was played when they oh, danced? Oh, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah. Throwback. Great song. Of course it was that song. There's Anyways. a couple good goodies in this episode. Yeah. Mazzy star, yeah. Um, I always say Mazzy. It's Mazzy. I never say it right. Ever. It's okay. It's all good. So first we get Dean going to get them some punch, and then we fa- find out Paris's date is actually her cousin. And we find this out because he's hitting on Rory, and she's like, aren't you here with Paris? And he's like, she's my cousin. <laughs> so there's that, which – it's pretty cliche, but whatever. Then he goes to get the coats. And this is when we see the big butt heads with Tristan. Number one, who does Tristan think he is? He like steps out in front of him in like a weird like bro moment way. He's like, I mean, a foot shorter than Dina's, which is kind of funny in and of itself. And he just starts poking at him. Dean gives it right back, but like Tristan just does not back down. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rory told me about you, and she thinks you're what, like a jackass, but she wouldn't say that. And they just go back and forth. I mean, does Tristan call him like a farmer or something at one point? Oh, like he's like, is your horse and buggy outside? Or I don't know what, what? he meant by that. I don't either. But, um, <laughs> and then they get into a little bit of pushing and shoving, and then Dean is like, "I'll kill you next time." Like, calm down. I didn't. So when he said that. I was thinking that Rory was going to – I thought we were going to have a Dylan McKay and Brenda moment. Remember Beverly at the hotel with his father, and he, like, freaks the fuck out, and Brenda's, like, terrified and, like, runs away. Great scene. I thought we were going to have that moment here because I feel like as soon as he said, I will kill you, it kind of went silent. It was just really awkward, but then they just leave. That was fun, huh? (laughs) So speaking of Dylan McKay – I followed that 90s addict or whatever yeah. on Instagram. And don't you think – I think Dylan McKay is probably the most dream – like, besides Tim Riggins' character that's been on TV. Like – I would not argue with that. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I, that scene with him and Brenda, it's just, like, such a good, like, bad boy, good girl scene. Yeah. Anyways, that's oh, no. It's it's a great one. And RIP, you know? Oh, for sure. Um. So, meanwhile – meanwhile, I've said that, like, nine times. While this dance is happening – we go back to Lorelai's and she's like laid up on the couch and Emily makes her her childhood favorite like toast with mashed banana. <laughs> it looks like somebody ate this and spit it out. <laughs> I mean, Lorelai refused to eat it. She's like, there's a burrito in the fridge. And Emily's like, I'll heat it up for you. And she's like, I can eat it cold. And it's like, oh, she's like, or hot. She's like, okay. Like Emily is really trying to be a good mom here. Yeah, it's true. The banana toast, I guess, was, like, pretty cute, especially when they both tried and, like, hated it. I laughed. Yeah. It was pretty funny. And they're, like, watching TV and both have opinions. And when Lorelai falls asleep and she's like, I love you, Mommy, or thank you, Mommy, or whatever. Mommy. The other thing I have written down, if we're just going to rewind a bit, is pay Paris fucking take it easy. The whole scene where she, like, confronts Rory about telling one, three, nine, 12 people about her cousin being her date. But then of course she's like saying it super loud. Everybody hears her. I didn't need that scene. It was super just like plugged in there and just seemed really forced. And there was no rhyme or reason to it. Like there was no fallout really from people finding out that Paris brought her cousin, or at least that we've seen. Nobody came up to Rory and was like, oh my God, I can't believe that bitch brought her cousin. It was just a really weird juxtaposition. Ooh, that probably wasn't the right word, but I said that without mumbling. Yeah, no, it was just an unneeded scene for me. I just feel like they keep shoving the feud between Paris and Rory like at us and it we just don't need it that to that level anymore. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, it could have gone many different ways and been just fine. Yeah, or like, you know, it could have been a, hey, wow, I can't believe you didn't tell anybody that my cousin was my date. That 
I still hate you, but thanks or something. I don't know anything else, but how that went down. Right. I agree. So then we see Dean and Rory go get coffee, right? Yeah. I know. It looks like you're going to play us something. Well, no, I mean, I could. I love that song, that big star song they were playing. I don't know if I know that song. Oh, it's on my spot. Why don't you play play us a a little tune? I've never heard this song you let me So good. Anyways, huh. that's the song they were playing. And it really made me smile because it's kind of romantic. Interesting. So again, we're just going to sweep that I will kill you comment under the rug. And we're just going to have some coffee, walk around the winter wonderland that is Stars Hollow. And thought we were going to have a Felicity and Ben breaking into the pool moment here with them going into the dance studio, you know, with Miss Patty. But... I don't know. I mean, it was fine, but it was just, like, really weird. Like, why would you ever go in there? It's not like it's cool in there. It's not like you found the back door to the grocery store and you guys are going to, like, cop in and have a soda and a snack or something. Like, what the fuck are you going to do in there? Well, like, I think they were just concerned, like, oh, I think she left it open. So they went in there. I don't know why. But then how did we get from that to just, like, morning? Yeah, like, hey, oh, you packed a book in your bag? Let's read it together and sit on these beanbag chairs. Yeah. And fall asleep. So Miss Patty, it's 5.30 in the morning. Miss Patty's <laughs> apparently about to lead a yoga class. Are they in their bathrobes, walks, those women? Walks in. I think it's their winter coats. Oh. And, like, Roy panics and runs home bare, like, basically barefooted with just her tights on, no shoes. How good of a sleeper are you that you can have eight old Gavin women behind you? What should we do? Is that Roy Gilmore and the, or what did she call him? The big boy? It was- the big boy from the market? <laughs> And so then Emily wakes Lorelai up, and then they just get into this huge fight. Oofta. This was a bad fight. And this is the kind of drama I've been waiting for with this show, is I need something real to happen. I needed a real fight. I needed a real breakdown of somebody and just for these dominoes to kind of fall a little bit instead of... I just feel like the last eight episodes, even if they do have like a tiff or a disagreement about something or whatever, it's always tied up in a nice little bow at the end, like fucking full house or something. Yeah. So, I mean, just skipping ahead a little bit, I was so surprised that this episode ended not on a cliffhanger, but ended on a not positive note. Right. They basically start screaming at each other and they both, I mean, especially Emily, I feel like says really regrettable things that she's going to think about later and feel hopefully really terrible about. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Emily was just scared and then had all this stuff just bubbled up in her for years and years, but she was wrong. And then Rory overhears it all and then she thinks everything's going to be okay, but Lorelai is <laughs> rightfully pissed and rightfully like, you're going on the pill. Yes, she should. Man, if you're Rory in this scene, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm in the clear. Like, my mom is on my side. But, like, no, you're still 16. You still, like, weren't home at curfew. You fell asleep with a boy. I'm going to assume the worst because I'm your mother and that's what we do. Exactly. Did you think she was going to smash the coffee pot? Oh, man, I thought she was going to smash something. Yeah. Like, guess her back was feeling better, huh? She must have had just that rush of adrenaline. Hopefully, Suki left her some Percocets so she can feel better. I mean, and that's, like, literally how we end the episode. We end it with Rory going upstairs, Lorelai, like, just in the kitchen, kind of, like, what the fuck just happened. Yeah. So what's the next episode called? So episode 10 is called Forgiveness and Stuff. Oh, okay. So 
seems like hopefully. Do you think we're going to do a Christmas episode? Did you look ahead to any of the episode's names? No, I try to not do that. Okay, yeah, good call. I hope we get a Christmas Did episode. Did you look ahead? No. Oh, okay. I mean, you feel like we kind of have to. I would think so. And it's either got to be like the next, like episode 10 or episode 11, and then I feel like it's too late. Yeah. Who won the episode? I'm going to say Lorelai won the episode for me because she went through a different kind of, not transformation, but she invited her mother over. She like accepted her mother's help and she fucking gave it back to Emily who, thank God, because she was just being a bitch. Like she was being like a terrible human being in the moment. I mean, hey, Emily, you haven't been involved in Rory's life and I'm assuming 15 years since this whole dinner is a thing, but Lorelai can't always be the cool mom. She's got to be like the regular mom at times. And that's what happened when Rory came home and the grandma left. Like you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, what about you? Definitely Lorelai for all those reasons. And then like she made her the dress and she gave her the good pep talk. And and she like, it was pretty cute. And she was like midnight after like she said the 11 thing. It was just kind of adorable. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say about this episode. Other than again, I was delighted that, the second half got a little juicy. Yeah, and no Luke. Sad, but I guess there was no place for him in this episode. No Luke, no... You know, I was surprised we didn't get a Mr. Magoo. What's that guy's name? Mr. Medina. Mr. Medina, because the dance was at the school, so I thought maybe the episode was going to take a little spin with that, where he was going to be like, chaperoning, and like, Lorelai, you should come. I don't know, but I was surprised he wasn't in this episode. Right. Moving on to lifestyle categories. Moving on to lifestyle categories. Man, this is the first episode that I can remember that I actually have, like, recipe website food news. Did you ever post last week's recipes? No, I'm two weeks behind now. So I think what I'll do once this episode airs is I'll post them, like, a few days for a couple days. You know, like, I'll post three and whatever. And I will highlight them so they stay in our Instagram forever. Thank you, Kate for messaging me and walking me through that step by step because I still didn't try it. So nice. Um, Okay. I will go first. So food news, food news. So we had our camping weekend this past weekend. And before we left for camping, we had Kristen and Phil over for our survivor night on Thursday and it was our turn to cook. And we made what I tried to sell it as is kind of like a quick, easy fajita taco night. So Mark made the cooking Kate. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was me. I made the cookie and cake pico pico de gallo to go with our fajitas and tacos. Mark made some chipotle adobo sauce from Gimme Delicious. G-I-M-M-E. Gimme Delicious. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I've never, like, I haven't heard of that one yet. So it was kind of nice to find a different. uh, Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking gimme some of it. Never mind. Gimme, gimme, gimme delicious. I have seen that before. I know. Okay, sorry. Um, And then the skinny taste recipe of cilantro lime chicken. Nice. So we had just what? I mean, we had peppers and onions. We had, you could do tacos. You could make a, not a fajita, but like a quesadilla. Um, The adobo sauce apparently was uh, delicious and a little spicy. And I was really impressed with my pico de gallo. There's still some in the fridge. I had never made it before. I was a little intimidated. I feel like my knife skills were fucking like on point. They sure were. Yeah. So that was a really good dinner. I feel like we all ate and ate and ate and were very stuffed. Yes. Survivor was great. We'll get into that later. Um, And then for camping, we were responsible for dinner Friday night when we all got there. And I'm going to count this as my Gilmore Girl recipe. We did grilled cheeses, but we did. Is grilled cheese in the. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I found that out today, right before we recorded. That's cheating. You still have to do one. I know it's super cheating. (laughs) Um, Damn it. 
Just kidding. I'm kidding. So we did grilled cheese and we did like a grilled cheese bar, basically. You know, we had like shredded chicken. We had bacon, bacon, like four different kinds of cheeses. One of them, of course, being Kraft Singles. And then like different Mark had the adobo sauce again. There was a jalapeno lime crema sauce to put on there. There was fucking tomatoes. Tomatoes. I mean, potato chips, apparently. Potato chips. So it was everybody's job to build their grilled cheeses. And then we cooked them off and we had some tomato soup, you know, just the box Pacifico shit. And um, it was a really good dinner. I tried to recreate my grilled cheese and we got home on Sunday and nope. Oh, sad. Just, I know. It was what do you fine. think happened? I just don't think it was the right atmosphere. And we oh. didn't have the peppers and onions like we did, and that really added some good flavor. Right. So, fuck yeah, man. I got everything. Big food week for us over Yes, here. it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really a fun idea, the, the grilled cheese bar. Like, more people should do that. You know, you have a baked potato bar, a grilled cheese bar. What other bars could you have? Like, a mimosa bar? Macaroni and, and cheese bar? Yeah. yeah. Really? Bar. Well, yeah, you can make macaroni and cheese, and then it's kind of the same thing. You can do bacon. Oh, yeah. Avocado true. and chili oh, bar. Fuck? Sure. No, it was delicious. So, yes, yeah, so you guys had us over Thursday, and then Wednesday is golf league night for the boys. So, I had you over. I made a skinny taste, like coconut chicken honey mustard salad, and that was real delicious. I made granola for camping. Um, it's an Alexandra Cook's, like, chunky granola recipe. And that's really the only food news that I have. Um, we I mean, ate really well this weekend. Like a lot of good cheese, a lot of good wine. We went to a couple wineries up in like Mission Point of beautiful um, Traverse City area. And we had real good wine at Two Brothers. Two. Mm-mm. Two Lads. Two Lads. Two yep. Lads Winery. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I didn't love the – we only had one glass at this other winery. I didn't love it, but – um. I forget what it's called. Mari or something. Just going back to your salad. I'm not a big – I don't venture out into salads a lot because most of the time they have, like, cheese in there that I don't like or just a lot of different shit. But that salad was so fucking good. Yeah. I have been, like, waiting for this recipe to be posted so I could keep it even though you sent it to me. But the, you made the chicken in the air fryer. It was so good. They got crispy. It was reminiscent of the Green Mill coconut, coconut chicken fingers. Yeah, those are so good. It's been so long. Throwback. And – this granola, Kristen nicely gave me a mason jar of it. I've been, like, trying to parcel it out throughout the week. I had some on my mango today for a snack. It's the fucking best thing ever. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I know. It's so good. I just keep snacking on it all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what you'll make for us on Thursday when it's a here night to host Survivor. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> and then I think that's it. We did go to Jolly Pumpkin, and we had a really good – like, we had good pizza, and we split a salad, and you guys had, like, a fried chicken sandwich. Yep. We shared a fried chicken sandwich and the bruschetta or uh, the margarita pizza. And I'm just going to give, like, a shout-out to this place for their beer selection. Usually when you go to a brewery, they either, A, don't have a sour beer, or they have one. Mm-hmm. And this brewery had, I think, six. And it was, like, just a really nice change. I usually can't find a sour that I like except for at Wicked Wart. And so, oh, wow. oh they exist. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, are you watching anything new? Um, last night I was trying to find something to watch. Okay. Like, I almost started The Secret Life of the American Teenager. You know, you may remember Shailene Woodley. I made it about a minute and a half through Oh, that. my God. I would rather die. Yeah. I made it a minute and a half through that episode. And Mark was like, is this that one show where that girl gets pregnant? 
and then I just turned it off because it was just fucking terrible. Embarrassing. But then I started watching the first episode of Roswell, and we didn't finish it because it was distracting Mark, who needed to be um, doing something else at the time. So I will for sure watch Roswell. I know I did watch maybe the first season when I was out at the time. So yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a watch. But I did get caught up on Grey's. This last week's Grey's was a very Scott Speedman heavy episode, which was just delightful. What else? Survivor was really good. Mm-hmm. We had to pause it several times, talked our way through it, really got scared about who was going to get voted off. Crazy episode. It was. I can't believe Romeo's still there. The end. I can't believe Jonathan is still there. As much as we love Thor, usually these guys that are so good in challenges, they have to keep winning individual immunity to stop themselves from getting voted off, which, yes, he has done. But somebody else always ends up being, like, the go-to person to get voted off. It's bonkers. There is now – do they put – so last week or whenever those two gals used their idols – do they put those back in the game? Yes. So maybe he can find an idol. Maybe. I hope so. But he seems kind of like, I don't know if he's like an idol go-getter or not. Yeah. I guess we'll find out on Thursday. So we started the HBO show Winning Time, and it's really good. It's like the rise of the Lakers dynasty when like Magic Johnson got drafted and they were getting a new owner and a new coach. It's so good. We cannot get enough of it. Is it similar to – there was that show on Netflix you watched or something called The the Game or the – something about – was it the Michael Jordan stuff? Oh, The Last Dance? Yeah. Is it, like, similar to that? No, of? that was, like, a documentary okay. of Michael Jordan's career, but this is, like, actors are playing Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and um, oh. the coach and gotcha. it's Pat Riley. Like, Adrian Brody's playing Pat Riley. Like, not Adrian Brody from – with he's got the, not Adrian. that's not Adrian Brody that's Adrian a, yeah not Brody but yeah it's close Adam yeah no you're right Adam Adam Brody Adam who cares um <laughs> nobody who listens to this frog podcast protection probably frog is gonna protection. watch that show but um, it's, it's not Seth from the OC no it's really good anyways I highly recommend it um I watched another episode of the Kardashians the one where she hosted SNL I'm not interested at all in Courtney. Yeah, like, can her and fucking Travis Barker stop making out all the time? Like, I just don't care. And Scott looks really puffy and pale. Oh, my God. Like, Scott Disick is totally Spencer Pratt in, like, five years, right? Or Spencer Pratt is going to be Scott Disick in, like, five years. Like, like who the fuck is Scott Disick? Like, who is he? Is well, he he's, famous for something? He's famous because he's, he's, like, been on the show since the beginning. Yeah, but, like, before he met Courtney, like, is he from, like, a no. family? Okay, so he's just, like, a nobody. I just see him as, like, this old version of Spencer Pratt where, like, he's just clinging on to the Kardashians to keep himself, like, relevant. Well, he's got a good end because he's the father of her three kids. Right. I mean, but. clearly he's not, like, going anywhere. But I'm just like, what the fuck does he do all day? Does he work? Why is his voice so high? He just seems like kind of a deadbeat. Yeah. I am um, caught up with the Kardashians. And before you got here, I was just reading up on the fucking, like, the hate that Kim Kardashian is getting for wearing the Marilyn Monroe dress. Not even about the weight loss anymore, but, like, the des- original designer of that dress was, like, throwing shade at her for she should never be in that iconic dress. Like, only Marilyn should have. But I didn't know this. Sure. She, she only wore this dress, like, up the stairs and then changed into, like, a replica because she was, like, had so much respect for it. She knew she shouldn't be, like, sitting down or eating or drinking in it. Oh. And it's, like, calm it the fuck down, everybody. Right? Exactly. I mean, leave Kim Kardashian alone. 
Well, you know who probably doesn't care a lot about Marilyn Monroe is like people who are growing up right now. I mean, Anybody. it is what it is. Like, I'm sorry. And in 75 years, not a lot of people are going to care about Kim Kardashian. Right. So, like, it's it's all going to cycle through. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But that's that's it from what we're watching. I feel like overwhelmed with shows right now. I'm okay. Oh, I forgot to mention this. I did watch the first episode of the Conversations with Friends. Oh, yeah. Didn't realize this were only about 25 minutes. I was hoping it was going to last me through my like workout at the gym yesterday and like have a little bit left. Of, I thought it was going to be like an hour, but nope, it's a solid like right under nice. a half hour. I don't know anything about Joe Alwyn, but I feel like this character of his is how he is in real life. Like not a lot going on, not in a bad way, but just like reserved and just like observes a lot of things and it's just a quiet natured human being. And I don't know anybody else in the show except for the Jemima. Jemima. Yeah. So it's a weird show to only have be a half hour. I feel like nothing really happened yet. Yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. Got it. So he think the whole season's out. No. Oh, it's not. Okay. I thought the first two episodes. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Who is usually like a two or three episode dumper and then you have to wait in between. But yeah, I'm kind of like overwhelmed to the point where like, I want to start something new and I just don't know what to start. You know, Got it. so that's where I'm at. Hence the Roswell. There's start. a show called Succession. I don't know if you have ever wanted to try to <laughs> power through that. It's cool. Totally. Um, so I found a new podcast, and it's I believe the person who runs the Demois Instagram now has a podcast called like Do You, D E A U, or Duh, of, like, Duh. Do Me, like Do You. Yeah, but like Duh, like yeah, French. French. Anyways, um. It's really good. You get a lot. I, and I don't know how much is true and how much isn't. Like, she makes it very clear, like, this is not fact. It's just speculation by what she's being told. Lots of good insight. Ooh. It's really juicy. I feel like the first time I heard of this, Demois was, you know, as you and I did all week, we were, like, stalking Stassi and Bo's, like, um, stories to, like, see the wedding and all that stuff. And I feel like Bo mentioned something about Demois got it wrong or something. I don't really remember, but I feel like that's the first instance I've heard of that being brought up. So they used to always talk about it on like um, Ringer Dish with like Juliet Littman and Amanda gotcha. Dobbins. Maybe it just wasn't relevant to me at the time. But like I would, I'd never followed it on Instagram or anything, but it's fun stuff. It is fun stuff. Um, before I forget, so we did decide on the Gilmore Girls cookbook that we're going to do recipes like maybe every other week. Because yeah. it's just a lot. We're going to try. Yeah. yeah, we're going to try. But we're not going to, like, try to – don't hold us to it. Yeah, every week is impossible for us because we are going out to eat way too much. And then – Summer is yeah. going to be busy. It you know? is. So, yeah, we'll try for twice a month and go from there. Yeah. But the grilled cheese, I feel like, still counts. It just doesn't count. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all. So, boom. Cool. We'll be back next week with episode 10, the forgiveness and stuff episode. Until then, have a great week, and we'll be talking to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.